Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. It is May the 4th, Star Wars Day. I'm here at Nelson Wolf Stadium in San Antonio. The missions are hosting the Round Rock Express. I was granted a media pass, and the Round Rock Express were uh, nice enough to grant me some interviews. Uh, The four guys I asked to talk to, they all agreed to do it. Um, I interviewed Garrett Stubbs, Kyle Tucker, Miles Straw, and Forrest Whitley. They're not very long interviews, and I'm not a professional, but I hope you do enjoy them. And here they are. Okay, now our first interview with the Round Rock Express players will be Garrett Stubbs, the catcher. And uh, I'd like to thank you for agreeing to uh, this interview. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so... Um, one of the questions I have for you is being in the minor leagues, do you keep an eye on the stats of the, uh, Astros catchers? Uh, stats? No, I uh, don't really keep track of their stats and whatnot, but, uh, as far as the team as a whole and whether they're winning, losing, um, yeah, you know, we all keep track of what they're doing upstairs because that's where we want to be. And if we end up do getting the call, um, we want to be able to jump in and know exactly where we are in um, division race and, and how guys are doing and whatnot. So, okay, I guess I was just curious if you kept an eye on the catchers just so, you know, in case you could be ready if someone's struggling. Like, for instance, like Stassi is kind of struggling this year. And on my podcast, I always pick you as the first guy to get the call up if they decide to send him down. But overall, you just keep an eye on the team. Yeah, just an overall eye on the team. You know, Stas is a great catcher, one of the best framers in the league. Um, you know, his hitting, it'll come around. Um, so um, as far as that stuff goes, I uh, don't really keep track of um, particular stats and whatnot, but uh, just in general, uh, guys being healthy and, and things like that. Okay, thank you. Um, I guess this this is a same question. I guess if probably a dumb question, but if they did send anyone down or there's an injury, you're ready to go play for the Astros. Ready to go? Yeah, you know, I felt like I was ready uh, to play last year and um, didn't get that opportunity. Um, but you know, uh, off to a little bit of a slow start here in the beginning uh, of this season. Uh, but you know, only 50 abs in, um, and uh, with the good spring training and whatnot, it was. Um, I'm, I'm definitely ready to, to get the call up whenever that time does come. Okay, so as far as spring training goes, I tried to watch as many games as I could. And uh, I believe you had at least three homers. Because every time I would tweet out, this is what I wanted to mention to you, every time I would tweet out that you hit a home run, it seemed like about five members of your family 
would either comment on it or they would like it. But it seemed like your family was really keeping up with you in spring training. Yeah, I have one of the most supportive families ever. Um, they are they travel far and wide to be able to come to games. Um, they watch every game. I don't think they've missed a game ever since I was a kid, um, including my grandparents. So, um, yeah, my family's incredibly supportive. Um, they're active on social media, so um, if you do mention me, I'm sure that they'll... Yeah. Um, reply back or like it or whatnot. Um, they just really enjoy the whole journey that um, is minor league baseball and trying to get to the big leagues. Okay, so I got a little bit of background on you. You're probably going to be my longest interview. Um, so I saw that you're from California, and I believe you went to USC. And so when the AAA team was in Fresno, I'm sure that enabled your family to see a lot of your games. So now that the team has moved to Round Rock, are they still able to make some uh, games, or that has slowed down because you're in Texas? Um, well, when I was in Fresno, they definitely came um, to quite a few games. Um, they've already been out to Round Rock to see me play. Um, I think they're waiting on their next trip to hopefully be to Houston or a big league stadium. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say that the visiting has slowed down at all. <laughs> they, they, Like I said, they'll travel far and wide to be able to come see me play. They they're really supportive of my dream of playing the big league so okay so when i did a little research on you knowing that i might have a chance to talk to you in 2015 you uh won the johnny bench award number one was it catcher in college baseball or defensive yeah oh no it was yeah, college, baseball. Yeah, college baseball the best number one catcher in college baseball and in 2017 that was where the best defensive catcher in uh, the California League happened. So, I guess my question for you is, being the number one catcher in college baseball, did it surprise you that you got picked in the eighth round? Uh, you know, I was a senior. Um, I ended up going back after my junior year to go to my um, senior year and finish off college. Um, so going into the year, I really had no expectations of um, the draft and whatnot. I figured I would get drafted just based on my ability to um, catch and hit and whatnot. But um, I didn't have any particular round in mind. So um, when it did come down to the draft, uh, being picked in the eighth round, uh, no, it wasn't surprising. You know, I didn't think I was going to be a first rounder or anything like that. Um, I would hope, I hope to be. Um, I think you know my abilities were, were. Um, were able to be uh, higher, but uh, no expectations going in, and I'm just grateful for the opportunity to um, play professional baseball, um, especially with the Astros. Um, I feel like I've developed um, very well um, because of being with this organization, so I feel lucky to be picked um, in the eighth round by them. All right, that's it. I'd like to thank you for joining me. Garrett Stubbs, everybody. Yep, thanks for having me. Okay, now I'm joined by Kyle Tucker. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me here for this interview. Yeah, thank you for having me. Okay, so last season, you were tearing it up here in Double uh, A, and the Astro fans, including myself, we couldn't wait for you to get called up. We're, everyone was so excited about it. And when you're up there, you struggled a little bit, and in my opinion, the reason is that you weren't able to get enough at-bats because the Astros were in a pennant race with Oakland. But So this year, you've got hot again. So 
if you did get the call up to go play for Houston again, is there anything you would do different or the same approach? Did you learn anything while you were up there that you would do differently? Um, I'd probably just continue what I'm doing right now this past couple of like two weeks or so. Um, just driving the ball the other way and trying to maintain that focus. Okay, so I guess this kind of goes backwards, but how did it feel when you did finally get the call up to play for the Astros? It was awesome. Um, you know, it was kind of a quick turnaround with the night game in Fresno and then day game in Houston, so I had to get over there pretty quickly. But it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. And getting to play with those guys at Big League Stadium was awesome. Okay, so you got drafted really high. I believe you're like the fifth pick overall. So you knew that you had the talent that you're going to eventually play for the Astros or Major League Baseball somewhere. So growing up, thinking about playing the Major League Baseball and everything, when you finally got the call up, was it like way uh, bigger than you expected it to be? Like were you way more excited or was it, you know, was it bigger than you expected? Um, Sorry, I'm not a professional. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, you know, I always wanted to play in the league. This is kind of what I envisioned myself doing. And, you know, it was, it was awesome. We had um, Bonifay being our interim head coach at the moment. And, you know, he let me know so quickly, like, how to gather everything together and get going. But it was a lot of fun. I was super excited. Got to have my family out there. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, I remember that. I even remember when uh, they drafted you. I guess you had a uniform on. You were at Minute Maid Stadium. They were interviewing you the TV crew and all that. So one last thing, I didn't have this written down, but I just thought of it. Um, so when you did get drafted, I believe your brother still played for the Astros. Um, was that kind of like a dream come true for you to, to have the possibility to be in the outfield with your brother? Yeah, that was awesome, uh, being drafted by the same team. And, you know, we didn't have the chance to play together, but, you know, at least having that opportunity open at that time, we was awesome and you know just I watched him playing in the minor leagues and being able to go through the same teams and being around the same people that he played with was awesome all right well thank you for your time yeah. that was Kyle Tucker everyone oh, okay now I'm joined by Miles Straw uh, some of you may know him as the fastest guy to ever play for the Astros uh, so I wanted to tell you that I really enjoyed it when they called you up last year and I believe you're on the playoff roster for the first series, right? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know if this is a dumb question or not, but I was wondering how did you get so fast? Is it something you worked on as a youngster, or was it just natural? You've just always naturally been fast. Uh, yeah, my dad ran track in high school. He was always really fast. And my mom's also pretty, I mean, she's pretty athletic herself. So, um, you know, I was born with it for the most part. I've always been pretty much the quickest guy on every team I played on. So, um, yeah, I think most of that just comes from my dad, honestly. Okay, so one thing that was really cool about you being on the team last year is you drove the pitchers nuts. I don't, I, there probably wasn't one time they didn't throw over to first. So I really enjoyed that aspect of you being on the team. So one thing I noticed this year is that you've been playing some shortstop. Are you mostly playing shortstop, or are you playing shortstop and outfield? Uh, I'm playing about – it's a little more short than outfield. It's like 50-50, though. Um, I think I play 8 out of 14 games at shortstop. So, um, you know, just trying to get comfortable with the position. I'm having fun doing it, and, uh, you know, it's gone a little bit better than I thought it would honestly go. 
Okay, so whose idea was it to have you play shortstop? Is, is it something you wanted to do to make yourself more versatile for uh, when it was time for you to play for the Astros, or was, did, did the team suggest that you try short shortstop? Oh, uh, yeah, it was, it was the team. Um, but, I mean, like you said, I mean, anything that can make you more versatile is honestly better for anybody in this game just to, you know, play at the highest level. Right, so if you... You come into Houston with that speed and the ability to play outfield and shortstop, I think you'll be a very, very awesome addition to the Astros. So my last question for you is, how different is it playing in Round Rock instead of Fresno? Uh, it's, a, it's a lot better uh, from all aspects. Uh, playing, you know, living, uh, you know, the restaurants. I mean, you just got it all in Texas. I mean, it's nothing against Fresno, but I'm from California myself, but um, I, I just, I'm a big fan of Texas. Uh, you know, it's a big state, you got everything here. And, uh, you know, I just, I really like the facilities that we got over there. All right, well, that's all the questions I have for you, sir. I do appreciate you uh, doing this for me. Thank you. All right, now I'm joined with the Astros' number one overall prospect, Forrest Whitley. Thanks a lot for uh, agreeing to do this interview. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Okay, so being from San Antonio, how excited are you? Uh, originally, you're supposed to pitch today, but they said they pushed you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, how excited are you about uh, pitching in your hometown? Uh, you know, it's great. Uh, pitched here for this is now my fourth year in a row, uh, dating back to high school. So, uh, yeah, it's always exciting to come back home, pitch in front of a home crowd. Um, nice to have family and friends, you know, kind of coming in, in and out. Uh, so, you know, it's fun. We'll have quite a bit of friends and family here tomorrow. Yeah, uh, pretty much all my immediate family, with the exception of my brother and sister who live in Austin. Um, I'll love some friends too, so it should be a, be a good crowd. Okay, that's awesome. So, um, doing my podcast, I've always predicted you to get called up sometime in June. And so, what I was wondering, as a, a player in the minor leagues, do you pay any attention to how the uh, pitchers are doing in Houston? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, that's you know eventually, hopefully, going to be one of my spots. So I pay pretty close attention to what's going on up there. Um, I'd, I'd say it's pretty pretty important to, to kind of pay attention just to know everything that's going on uh, in case something does happen and I do get called up sooner than I may think. Uh, so yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the reason I was asking you that is because. Um, this year, I'm losing, uh, I guess they lost uh, Charlie Morton, Dallas Keitel. Um, they moved uh, Colin McHugh and Peacock back into the starting lineup or the uh, starting rotation. And they're kind of both struggling right now. Yeah. So if you are paying attention to that, do you have that feeling like I have to start getting ready because it might be my time? No, absolutely not. I think just sticking to the process that I'm doing right now uh, is what I'll continue to do. Um, you know, I feel like I would probably run into some problems if I tried to rush myself or uh, things kind of got ahead of me. Um, right now, I'm just trying to do my best to stay where my feet are, and if, uh, you know, they need me up there, then they'll, they'll call me. All right. So, last question. Do you feel any, like, added pressure from being the Astros' number one uh, prospect? No, not really. I mean, that's all opinion-based. Um, you know, it could vary person, person to person. You know, we have a lot of really talented guys in this organization that could, you know, all be, you know, set to be the number one prospect in our organization. 
Um, so, you know, not really, uh, just because I know the talent that we have in this organization is just so, so tight and so close, so, uh, no. Okay, I guess I thought of one more. Sorry about that. So, being that you live here in town, are you able to, uh, I know y'all probably have to stay at a hotel with the team, but since you live here, are you able to go visit your family, or do they got to come see you? Yeah, I live at, I live at home when, or I stay at home when I'm uh, here in San Antonio. I'm probably 25 minutes from the ballpark up in the uh, north side of San Antonio. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's really nice to sleep in your own bed. Uh, be with family, have some hungry meals. So oh. yeah, it's it's that's pretty nice. All right, I appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you. Forrest Whitley, number one prospect. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, that's the podcast for now. I hope you enjoyed the interviews. I know I'm not a professional, but hope you enjoyed them anyway. So we'll see you next time here on Astros Baseball. Thanks for listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.